are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hi, this is Neta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. Welcome to the Freeform Vodka Whiskey Podcast with me, your host, Mark Alden Taylor, and freaking Lee Gershman. Gershman, the, the Lushman. Oh, we're both luscious today because I had to get drunk to do this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> oh boy. I think I'm stupid. Sorry. Well, <laughs> not not as stupid when I when I accidentally I tweeted Eric Clapton and I thought he was Mick Jagger and I said I wanted to interview <laughs> him from his first group, the Led Zeppelin. <laughs> that was all fucked up. Well, you just you told right me, to Eric. Hey, Mick, let's you know talk about Led Zeppelin. I'm kidding. I I'm not that dumb. Well, you just tweeted Black Sabbath on the Firm episode. <laughs> um, um, no, I I tweeted the Firm oh, and, and gave them the the Black Sabbath episode. No, I, I I tweeted all the members of Black Sabbath and I gave them the Black Sabbath episode. <laughs> but I I tweeted Paul Rogers and Jimmy Page and Tony Franklin and Chris Slade and I gave them all the Black Sabbath episode. <laughs> so I'm feeling kind of dumb. Oh man, it's like that Nirvana song. I think I'm dumb. <laughs> what I can do is is send send them the one with the firm and say my apologies or some that we recorded it early and I did and, and I was so out of it I didn't realize I sent the wrong podcast or something. You know? Yeah, we're doing podcast a week ahead because this one won't come out till next Friday. We used to yeah. do podcast today, but I got ahead because we did an extra podcast. I said, "Well, we just keep yeah in case I go away for the weekend. I always have that extra podcast to f fall upon." So yeah, so that's cool, man. Yeah. So this yeah. episode will air next Friday. So if you're listening to this, this is recorded a week ahead, people. So just, yeah, the firm just came out today, so go check out that episode. Yeah. So how was your week, Lee? It was okay. I've been working on some new stories and been writing a couple of new songs and um I feel good that I finished listening to a whole bunch of different records for different reviews we were doing. Now I'm going to try and you know not be so overwhelmed. You know, but but I'm 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 doing all right. It's a day to day basis. Today I'm doing okay. Well, is the college open up? Is there anybody in the libraries? Are um, the libraries all closed? You can't go. The, the libraries are all closed. The the college. I could sit at the college, and there's always people there. But um, the only places that are open in the college are like there's a place for international studies that um that people can go in there and sit down and um on the top level floor or, or, or something like that you know um that 
that that building's still open because even though it's a part of the college, it's it's like a offshoot. It's like its own special thing. And but but that that building's open, and and some students are getting their graduations like their graduation um, stuff because um, they might have graduated later for whatever reason so sometimes you see students with their caps and gowns posing for pictures with the flowers and stuff and it looks like it's graduation day but it isn't it's just a certain number of people who graduated so there must be some sort of office open for them to get their diploma but most of the college is closed right now yeah that sucks man you know what? They should just tear down all the colleges and just make everybody do online learning. But so how are the, uh, how are the doctors like learning how to sew and shit, you know, do operations if there's no on? Yeah. I don't understand I, that. So we're going to have a, yeah. you think we have like not enough doctors now? Fuck, this pandemic is like killing freaking school. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, some, some of the teachers are kind of glad that they don't have to <coughs> go inside have a physical classroom. <laughs> yeah, that they don't have to cough in class. Yeah. Well, you know, my state's fucked up right now. They don't even know how many people are infected by the coronavirus because the test, the system is broke. Thank you, Governor Gruesome. Sorry, I went a little uh, fucking political because I'm fucking pissed. I want to go back to work. Florida's open. California has a lot less fucking shit, and we don't get to open, and I don't get to go back to Disney. But Disney in Florida gets to open, fuckers. <laughs> I want to yeah. go. Back. It's like, um, I didn't I hear that someone, um, got tested, and then at first they said they had it, and then the test said they didn't. That was Governor uh, Dewine of uh, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, because he was going to meet Trump yesterday and uh, didn't. It, oh. and then he got tested positive, and in the evening he tested negative. So I don't, I don't think these tests are really good. And fucking uh, yeah. everybody's complaining. I'm not going to take the vaccine. Fuck! They got rid of polio because of a vaccine, idiots, man. Fuck! I, I want there to be a vaccine. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a vaccine. They said that. Oh, I'm not going to get chipped. You know, I won't take a chip if they give me a tracking chip. I'm not going to take that because that's all fucking 666 shit, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to take not, the number of the beast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not going to um, put in a microchip, you know, that that's that's like like artificial intelligence. Like there's a guy uh, long, long ago on a show saying that he thinks that eventually our civilization will be so advanced that we won't need humans on the planet anymore and everything will be run by robots. And I'm thinking, well, what what good would that be? Yeah. You know? We don't want to go bitty, 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 bitty. That's the yeah. fact, Jack. Or what's his name? Remember, uh, do you ever watch uh, Buck Rogers with Gil Gerard? Um, they had this little robot named uh, Tiki. Oh, okay. Um, and it had, I think I it had this one. hot chick in there. Fucking I don't, Connie France. I don't remember her name. Oh, okay. Connie Selica. But... Remember Connie Selica? Oh yeah. She had her shirt tucked in. You got, yeah. You had to have yeah, I always her. remember her. Yeah, Connie Selica was hot back in the day, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're old people, so we ain't yeah. watching this fucking uh, Bachelor shit. I don't know. Are you watching The Bachelor? <laughs> uh, I think I accidentally saw it for 10 seconds, and I said, I'm, I'm walking out of the room. <laughs> like this reality. You know what? I'm going to tell you guys. Only reality show I liked was The Apprentice with Trump. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I thought it was hilarious, and this is rock-related because... Trump got owned by Brett Michaels, a poison. Uh -huh. Because there was a there was a thing where they had to make the best like make a Snapple like a project where they split up. Like you had Holly Robinson Pete make her version of Snapple, and then you yeah. had Brett Michaels make his version of Snapple. He made a sugar free version of Snapple called Traparaca, right? Yeah. And um, I think they took it off the shelves now because it was made on Celebrity Apprentice. But uh, Trump tells Brett Michaels, don't you think this is a risk making a sugar-free drink? Nobody likes sugar-free. And then he uh, looked at Trump and said, I'm diabetic. I need to have something that I could drink and that my fellow diabetics can drink. And he said, okay, but I think this is going to lose you the, the project. He won. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he won the project. And he won yeah. the Celebrity Apprentice. And... Holly Ro and they put out the flavors in the stores. Holly Robinson's flavor tanked. Why, uh, yeah. uh, Brett Michaels' flavor, Traparaca, went through the roof and they made it a regular flavor. But I think since all this political shit, since Prince, uh, Trump has been president, they took it off the shelves because of that. But it was a great flavor of Snapple because I'm diabetic. I'm type 2. And I drank the shit out of it. It was one of the best Snapples ever. I love uh, Mango Madness, but they don't have it in sugar-free. So I drank his. Oh, all right. I, I might look to see if, if they've got it on the shelf because you never know. They might ship those old <laughs> old ones to New York. And even during the Celebrity uh, Apprentice, uh, Brett Michaels went in the hospital went into a slight induced coma because of his diabetes. Oh. Uh, but he won the whole show, man. And then they tried yeah. to do Celebrity Apprentice with Arnold, and it failed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, Trump, people get on Trump because he said, oh, he don't speak well. You know, I can't say the word volume or tour, right? Yeah. You know, I try not to say those words because I can't enunciate them right. He said yeah. freaking Yosemite wrong the other day, and people were all over him. And go, you know what? Not everybody could speak as eloquently as your god Obama. Sorry, I had to say that. Yeah. But that's it. Let's get back to The Rock, man. So we're yeah. doing an album from 1967, Lee. What are we doing? The Velvet Underground. And why did you pick this album, Lee? Um, I, I, I figured, hey, you know, um, it's about time that we do an album like this. You know, I, I figured that um, it's a classic, but, um, you know, maybe some people know some songs, but they, they might not be, I mean, they're, they might be familiar with the banana cover. And if you peel that banana, if you get a copy, an old copy with the sticker of the banana and you peel it, the banana's pink. But the thing is... So it's um, like a phallus. Um, something like that, yeah. But it's the but 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 it still looks like a banana. Was this and the but, first um, album, or did they do? This is just a debut album with Nico. 
Um, it's 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 their debut album, and I think it's the only one with her. And I think that Andy Warhol was the one who suggested she be on the album because she was a model, and she was cool about doing it. And I think Lou Reed wasn't really particularly happy about having someone there just for show, but they got along as best they could. And, um, you know, um, but, but yeah, this was their first album. And Andy Warhol, even though the album is produced by Andy Warhol, that was basically just marketing. He was in charge of their light show, and he was in charge of their costumes and stuff like that. But other than that, uh, he really wasn't involved in the music. This is Tom Wilson was the other producer. Oh, yeah. Well, he would be one that was more into the music. He also was a guy who worked on Verve. And so he was a guy who would be more of a producer. You know, I always wanted to hear this album because I like some of Lou Reed's stuff. I like uh, yeah. Metallica's Lulu with him. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. We'll get into this review. Uh, let me get into this album. The Velvet Al Underground Nico is the debut album by American rock band Velvet Al Underground and German singer Nico. Released in March 1967 by Verb Records, it was recorded in 1966 while the band were featured on Andy Warhol's Exploding Pla Plastic in Inevitable Tour. Tour. Uh, see, I can't say the word tour. Uh, you <laughs> said I, it right the first time. I did? Tour? Yeah. Okay. The album features... I'd say don't even think about it. Just, just pronounce it and you're fine. Okay, the album features experimental performances, sensibilities, and controversial lyrical topics, including drug abuse, prostitution, and sadomasochism, and sexual deviancy. It sold poorly and mostly ignored by contemporary critics, but later became regarded as one of the most influential albums in the history of popular music. Many subgenres of rock music and forms of alternative music were informed by the album, including punk, rock, punk, garage, what goth and indie in 1982 musician Brian Eno stated that while the album initially sold approximately 30,000 copies everyone who bought one of those 30,000 copies started a band in 2003 it ranked 13th on the Rolling Stone magazine's list of 500 greatest albums of all time in 2006 it was inducted into the National Recording Registry in the by the Library of Congress okay so a lot of people like this album I will tell you this not everyone actually really likes it. They respect it, but there there are people where when they first hear it, they 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 don't really love it at first. John Cale wrote a song, huh? With uh, Lou Reed, he's the <clears throat> he's in the band, isn't he? I know John Cale. He's the what? John Cale is he in this band? Um, yes, he was. I know that guy. I've heard him before. Um, you're, you're probably thinking of J.J. Kale, who uh, wrote the song Cocaine that Eric Clapton did. This is John Kale, the violin player. Maybe, because, you know, I liked 80s Lou Reed when he said, I can dance, do you love me? He did a version of that. I like that song. And yeah. I like Lulu. I like his voice. I think it's unique. I think it's cool, but let's get into this album. And we get yeah. into the first track, Sunday Morning. What do you think about this one, Lee? This is a deceptively eerie song. 
it has a psychedelic tinged kind of nursery rhyme melody to it but it's like a hazy not so happy trip like someone who's getting over a druggy night and has to face the next day i like it but i admit it probably wasn't the best way to start the album it's a cool song to hear after getting used to their sound it's not the best introduction to their sound but i do like it well i said a cool song sweet sounding it's like a freaky song but i like it but was waiting for the band to jam because all they're doing is strumming yeah <laughs> they're not really going into anything it's just a, uh, like a whole song is strumming what the fuck yeah. is that but i like the song and then we get into the next one, I think, which is the big song off this album. I'm waiting for the man, right? Um, if if you know this album, then yes. Okay, so what do you think about this one? This is about a drug deal and the bad neighborhood and all that. Even though it's written as though it's to be taken seriously, Lou Reed was being satirical. He didn't think drug use was good, so he was giving a warning in the song. The music is pretty gritty and repetitive, but like in American Rolling Stones, and it's a very cool song. Oh, it's a cool song. This rules. I love the way Lou sounds. It yeah. Has, has his own style. But, I, but like the first song, I'm still waiting for the band to start jamming. They're just strumming again. It's like, it doesn't go, the music, the music doesn't go anywhere in the background. It's like, it's like, do, 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 That's all it is to me. I go, doesn't this band play? Um, I, um, I, 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 All their songs sound like an intro. Yeah. All right, then we get to the next song, which Nico does lead vocals on. What do you think about Femme Fatale? This is like the monkeys, but a bad trip version of them. She sings it good enough, but I feel the songs they wrote for her to sing were kind of like the bad songs Kiss gave Peter Chris. <laughs> it's a, Peter Chris. <laughs> it's right. a pleasant song, but it's also a little too popish in a way that's supposed to sound fake cute. And when I'm in the right mood, I can dig it, but it's not always my cup of tea. I go back and forth on this one. I sometimes like it and sometimes I don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts, Mounds don't. <laughs> yeah, and none to have alcohol, so that's what makes me real nuts. How come they don't make an alcohol-infused candy bar? Oh, they do. I know there's alcohol chocolates. I gotta find those. Those are cool. Um, yep. Uh, I don't like Nico's voice. Uh, okay. She's way off-key. And the guitar sounds out of tune. I don't like it. It's horrible. This is where I get into the shit of the album. <laughs> like the first two songs. Was well, it? well, like I like I say, they're not. Um, <clears throat> some of the songs, sorry, are are respectable. I mean, respected, but they're not necessarily always heard by people. All right, and then we get into the next song, Venus and Furs, which you picked as one of your tracks, yep. Lee. So let's get into this track. <laughs> Here's Venus and Furs on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Shiny, shiny, shiny boots of 
Strike dear mistress and cure his heart Okay, that was Venus and Furs. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This is interesting because it's based on the novel by Count von Sacher-Masoch. It's about a guy who likes being whipped by his mistress. It's stated somewhat politely and all that, but that's what the novel was about and what the song is about. The music fits the words. The music by itself is kind of monotonous, but with the words and the vocals, it works for me. Maybe it's not the best song to hear if someone wants to be in a happy mood before they go to work, but it's a good song to hear when getting drunk and getting into the eerie vibes of the tune. I give a thumbs up. Maybe I should have got stoned listening to this album because I do have some weed. Um, but I would suggest alcohol. Alcohol. Well, I drink. My wife gets on me if I drink too much alcohol. I well, gotta... if well, well, if you um, blare this loud. She'll probably not interrupt you. Oh, her ear. She gets vertigo. She has like, an, like you know, those little rocks that get in your ear. She, oh. She has it today. So kind of music will set her off sometimes if you play it too loud. Um, oh, okay. Now back to the Lou. Love him, but the music does nothing for me really. Boring. I like this. I like his album with Metallica way better. Lulu is awesome. And this song is really boring. <laughs> you know what? The reason why I'm not upset at you about this is because when I first heard this album, all the things that you said were how I felt. So give give yourself about ten more listens, and then um, say what you think. Yeah, but the music... You're probably saying, um, you're lucky if I... Um, listen to it at all again. The background <laughs> music just strums, dude. It doesn't go anywhere. And then when it do go somewhere, I'll get into it later. I'll tell you what happens. But, um, <laughs> but, um, no, I don't like this song at all. It's horror. I like Lou's voice. I wish he had the best backing band in, in freaking Metallica. I guess that's why I like it. Because I, I like his voice. It's unique. And I like the way he kind of talks, sings. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. I like him solo better. <laughs> okay. I like him with Metallica. And then we get into the next song, Run, 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 which is the next track you pick. So here's Run, Run, Run on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Run, 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 Jim's a death of you. 
close to an American Rolling Stones that this group has here. It's a rocking bluesy tune and I like it. It's a little simple and repetitive but I can handle it. It's a good song. I said, now this is cool, but the band all they do is strum. Is there a drummer? 
Um, yeah. But it's a cool bluesy song, bluesy guitar. But the feedback was horrible, but I still still a good song. I like I hate the feedback. God dang it's so okay. off, so off. It just hurts my ears. And I like songs with okay. feedback, but it sounds like they just broke strings and didn't care. Um that could have happened. Yeah. And then we get to the next track, which is the uh, end of side one, if you have the vinyl, which is All Tomorrow's Parties. What did you think about this one? This is the sort of song to suit her singing. It's not fake cutesy. It's a parody about partying. It's supposed to present parties as downers, as if people won't have a good time at a party. The song itself is meant to be a downer, but when I'm in the right mood, I can enjoy it. I don't always enjoy it. More often than not, I skip it because it's a bit slow and dreary for my taste. But once in a while, if I'm in the mood to hear the whole album, it's okay. The words are definitely better than the music. Hey, we agree on something here, Lee. Um, wow. All this band <laughs> yeah. does is strum and the songs don't move or go nowhere. I don't like Nico. This yeah. song is boring. <laughs> oh, okay. So you kind of basically said you would skip it, so it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Okay, and then we flip this bitch over. If you have the vinyl on uh, side two, we start with heroin. What did you think of this song? This is known as the classic. John Cale's violin is intense, and he plays really well on it. The song doesn't really pick up until it gets crazy, but the crazy part is the part I like best. It's another warning song by Lou Reed telling people the dangers of using heroin. I respect it, and I like when it gets fast, but I'm not always in the mood to hear it. Well, seven minutes and five seconds. Uh, this album must have been made for people who are wasted. Uh, and they can't get up to turn off the phonograph? Yeah. Now, the song starts <laughs> to move. I like it, still strumming away, but good guitar, again, and then the feedback ruins it. It says, what do they, oh. I think Sonic Youth later in life did the, did the feedback a lot better. <laughs> oh, okay. And Nirvana did a lot of good feedback, but this is horrible. But it's a, it's All an right. okay song. I'm not like, I'm not liking, I'm not disliking it, so. That's, that's. You're, I think you're one of the few people who would say that most people either love it or hate it. Yeah. And then we get to the next song, There She Goes Again. What did you think about this song, Lee? This is kind of like a soulful rocker. So, so or a song that sounds like R&B. It reminds me of the Rolling Stones version of the Marvin Gaye tune Hitchhike. They may have copied it in order to write this song, but they do it well. It's not typical of the rest of the album. It's a little more rocking. I like it. Uh, I said, song finally has some rhythm. I like this song. Yep. Uh, and then we get to the next track, I'll Be Your Mirror. What did you think of this one? This is sort of like the song Femme Fatale in its poppy type of sound. It's not one of my favorites. It's not really bad, but it's filler, and I could skip it. Well, this is what I said about it. Boring, Nico sucks. Yuck, horrible. And the band is horrible. Lou is the only one I like. <laughs> All right. And then we get to the next song, which is 
The Black Angel's Death Song. What did you think of this one? This is really eerie, and the <laughs> instrumentation is cool, and Lou Reed's lyrics are pretty intense with his scathing commentary. He definitely wasn't trying to give happy messages in his songs. But the group plays well, and it's like an art rock song, like something that could be played at a poetry reading. It's interesting. So this is what I said. Boring, out of tune, hate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like five words. And then we have six words. All right, you know. Then we get to the hey, last. That's, that's, that's what some groups did back then. They, they just said, let's just put out shit, and it'll be called a classic. The Stooges put out shit, but it was good shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, put out, they put out dysfunctional music, but it was done well. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, I think the Stooges are way better than this band. Just my opinion. Wow. Uh, we reviewed the first album, and I love that album, remember? Yeah. yeah. Like, and I love Iggy Pop. And I like Lou Reed by himself, or with Metallica. A lot of people hate that Metallica album. I don't know why, man. It's fucking rules. Especially with, yeah. uh, with, uh, reckon, uh, damn it. James singing with him on some songs. Yeah. And then we get to the final song, which you picked, uh, to play, Lee, which is the longest song on the album, 7 minutes and 47, 40 seconds. It's called European Sun. Not as the sun in the sky like as you had a sun just to let you guys know so here's european sun on the free form rock podcast your European sun you spit on those under 21 but now your blue cars are gone you better sit so long hey hey bye 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 you made your wallpapers green you want to make love to the scene your European sun is gone you better sit so long your clouds treat you goodbye
That was European Sun. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This is the jam. They go all out and crazy on this, and I think it's really great. This is a really good song. Well, they finally started playing as a band, and then went all wonky. Maybe I'm stupid. I can't get into this. It's not cohesive huh. at all. Sounds like a bunch of kids in the garage. I hate it. I'm thinking now you probably had the had your question answered as to why did they only strum. Maybe they recorded this as the first song and the producer said, cool it, you guys can't jam. Keep the strumming, okay? <laughs> it's like, well, they started playing and the song was good and all of a sudden it went into all that feedback and freaking mesh. It was like, fuck, it just sounds like a bunch of kids learning how to play in the fucking uh, basement. You know, but oh, okay. fucking U2's first two albums, they didn't know how to play their instruments, but they sounded good. <laughs> this doesn't. Yeah, I, I was like, I, yeah, I this you. song's rocking. And all of a sudden it goes. I'm like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right, man. I like, I think I like three songs off this album. Hey, that's good. And I would have liked I this mean, one if um, they would have kept going the direction they were going in the beginning, and then it just fucking made a left turn. I go, fuck this shit. <laughs> well, I understand that. Yeah, so that was our review of uh, The Velvet Underground with Nico, uh, their debut album, and um, it was really interesting. I Like I said, I think I'm stupid, and I don't understand art rock. Because... Uh, I like it more each time I hear it, and I usually like it a lot when I'm drinking. Okay, so you have to be really drunk to listen to this record. <laughs> Either that, or you have to at least be my age, or even older. Alright. Uh, looks like they had some additional tracks that I didn't even listen to. It was a Super 45th Anniversary Super Deluxe. Where they had Little Sister Winter Song, It Was a Pleasure Then, Chelsea Girls, Wrap Your Troubles Around in your dreams which i didn't listen to i wonder if they're better uh so i don't know what's up with this <laughs> and they had a disc yeah. five live album uh fuck this shit i can't get it on too much music um yeah so let's get into our tracks of the week shall we lee sure and you picked uh the steve miller band tokens yep uh, i like that song dude i love the steve miller band Really yeah, cool. that was a cool song. We haven't we haven't done a review of Steve Miller yet. We need to do an album. I I'm 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 thinking of of of, of doing one. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll pick one for next time I do my pick. All right. Well, let's let's see who the members of this band is really quick. I know I went in track of the week. Lou Reed, lead vocals, backing vocals, lead guitar, ostrich guitar. The fuck is an ostrich guitar? Sound it's just the name meaning that it sounds like an ostrich. Sound effects. John Cale, electric, viola, piano, bass guitar, backing vocals, Celestra, hissing. He's like, yeah. that's the sound of his guitar, huh? Hissing, that's what I yeah. hate. Sound effects. Sterling Morrison, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, bass guitar, backing vocals. Maureen Tucker was a drummer. Was that a girl? Yep. Oh, wow. Was but she, she had very short hair, and when she wore a cap, she kind of looked like a guy. Oh, so she wasn't hot. Sorry for you um, women out there. Sorry. I like I like women who don't look hot, too. Um, and then Nico vocals. 
And it was produced by Andy Warhol, post-production Tom Wilson, and that's about all I'm going to get into. And then we get into my track of the week, which I picked the birds. I'll feel a whole lot better. I love this song. Oh, it's I like, guess that one of the reasons why you picked it was because you figured you'll feel a whole lot better if you hear this song after you heard that album. Yeah, when this album's done, <laughs> I'll feel a whole lot better when this album's over. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Tom Petty did a uh, cover of this on the Full Moon Fever album. Uh, oh, okay. I like both versions just as, just about the same. Yeah. Um, I love this song. I love the birds. I love Eight Miles High. I love Turn, Turn, Turn. I love David Crosby and Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really cool track. We haven't done a Crosby, Stills, Nash or a Young album yet. We should probably do that yeah, one day. I, I can I can think of one to do. And then we ended, as always, with Lee's track of the week, Saturday Cleanup Blues. And there was a lyric I told you I liked. You didn't want to clean your shoes or something, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought that was Other cool. people commented and said that they liked that lyric also. And then you had one fucker gave you a thumbs down, but you got four thumbs up and one thumbs down, so the thumbs up Right on. And I gave you a comment and told that guy to fuck off. Uh, I saw that, and I thank you. <laughs> I always fucking defend my brother. Fuck right that. on. Fuck those haters. If you don't like it, just yeah. scroll on by, man. You don't need to give a thumbs down. Yeah. All right. So that was our uh, Velvet Underground album. That was our tracks of the week. And uh, we're playing you out with Steve Miller Band's Token, uh, The Birds, I'll Feel a Whole Lot Better, and Lee's Track of the Week, Saturday Cleanup Blues. And until next week, Lee, you know what to do. Say goodbye, dude. Goodbye, dudes. <laughs>
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.